His brothers and sisters. Let us read a few passages of scripture. Let us start in Philippians 3. And we'll read from verse 7 to 14. This was sent 并且得以在他里面往来是竭力追求或者可以得着基督耶稣所以得着我的你们小事所以得着我的或做所要我得着的弟兄们我不是以为自己已经得着了我只有一件事就是忘记背后努力面前的现在就标杆直跑要得着要得神在基督耶
主啊，我们实在感谢你，你这样爱我们，这样你在基督里面为我们所预备的一切。We thank you that you have loved us so much that you have given us all these things in Christ Jesus. 但主啊，请你说过的话再次向对我们说。Lord, the words that you have spoken before me, you once again speak to us. 也请你借着这些话能够做工在我们里面。May you use these words to do your work in us. 叫我们对你有渴慕，有追求，也能够得着你向我们得着。That we have a desire to pursue after you, to receive what you want us to lay hold of. We commit the following time into your hands. And we commit the one who speaks, the one who translates, and all who listen into your hands. May you be with us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 我们实在要感谢主，我们最今年我们的题目就是讲到耶稣的生命。And we thank the Lord. Today, our topic is speaking.、Uh, this year, the topic is on Christ, our life. 也就是我们的主耶稣基督就是我们的生命。That Jesus Christ is our life. His life is our life. 在五章十二节，我们里面我们看见。In First John five twelve, we see. 说人有了神儿子就有生命。And he who has the Son has a life. 你就告诉我们，我们信耶稣，我们得着神儿子了，我们就得着了生命。And what this tells us is that when we believe in the Lord Jesus, when we That's when we receive the Son. That's when we receive life. John has spoken these words to us. And he has a purpose. He says, "These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God." So that you may know that you have eternal life. He wants us to know that we have such a life. And do we truly know? And what we know is that's what、uh, what John says when he says he that we know. Sometimes when we know we are foolish. That we thought we knew, but we don't actually know. And that、uh, in the Lord we should know for sure that we have the eternal life. This is an eternal life. Because God is living. And He lives eternally. He wants us to be alive. A dead person is not what God wants. What God wants is a living person. And for us to live, He gives us this life, this life that is alive. And this life is given to us so that we live before God's presence. We know that by our old life of Adam, it is impossible to live before God's presence. And when our Lord Jesus went to the cross, that He died on the cross for our sins, He dealt with the problem of sin. And then he also dealt with our old man, the life of Adam in us. Because the life that is in Adam is not what God accepts. That life cannot live before God's presence. If we want to live before God's presence, we must receive His life. So God is telling us. So God is telling us that we must know that we have eternal life. That God wants us to be alive. And He wants us to live in a way to live before His presence and to live for Him. This is the purpose that God has given us life. In order for us to live, please in a pleasing way before Him, He gives us. And we know that God has commanded us. Or that God has given us His life. And no matter what God has given. If we want to receive anything from the Lord, we must be in Christ. If we want to receive God's righteousness, it is impossible to receive that outside of. 
We must be in Christ in order to receive what God wants us to receive. Because God is the uh, God is the abund abundance, God of abundance. And this richness is not something that we can all receive just individually. And each one of us receives a, a small part of that abundance. And when we receive, each have a little bit, and we all gather together, then that's when God's fullness can be seen. But God has prepared each one of us. And that is all a small piece that He has prepared for each one of us. Because God is so rich. And it says in Colossians that all the riches of Christ, all, all of his riches have been placed in Christ. And this abundance that is in Christ, he, comes, he has come down to earth to give it to us. So that we may receive it. So God has prepared all these things for us to lay hold of, for that which He wants us to lay hold of. And know that today, if we are unwilling to pursue after it, then we will lose it. And then one day, when we have finished our life on earth and we reach our, meet our Lord in heaven, and then that day, if you say to the Lord, I didn't do a good job in trying to pursue after on earth, May, can you give it to me today? And if you don't uh, spend the effort now to receive it, then on that day, you will not have it. And because uh, today what we have received as we are pursuing the Lord, what we receive today and until the day we meet the Lord, that is how much we have. And but I believe that every person has received something different. For example, this is a lesson of patience. And I believe that brothers and sisters have all endured to some degree and have gained something of this. And this is the fruit that the Holy Spirit will bear. And we know that this is all the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but then on that day when we meet the Lord, that the endurance or patience you have received is different from the endurance or patience that I have received. And this includes our joy, our fullness, or the, uh, the abundance that we receive from the Lord. That on earth, if the Lord gives it to us, but how much we may lay hold of. That depends on how we pursue today. But we also believe that what is in each one of us is Because uh, it says uh, that uh, in in Revelation, that on the day we meet the Lord, it is like the stars in heaven that give forth light. That the light of each star in heaven is different. But we all have the life of Christ in us. But this life is expressed differently, so the riches of this life is different. But how much may we lay hold of? It depends on how much we pursue today. And this is what our brother Paul has spoken to us in Philippians 3. 
Because this is what he is pursuing. We know that at this point, when Paul spoke these words, he had not fully obtained it yet. But But I believe at that point, he has already gained part of it. But it wasn't in full. So it says, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on. So that I may lay hold of that from which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Or there's a uh, parenthesis here that it is for what I was supposed to lay hold of. This is what Paul is pursuing. He is pursuing what he wants, what God wants him to receive. And to pursue that peace that God has given him. He treasures it and he desires it and he is pursuing it. And this is his purpose as and what he is doing on earth. And when he receives what God wants him to lay hold of, then God has also laid hold of him. So I believe that Paul has this pursuit. Because he sees the value, the preciousness. And this is in verse 7, what we have read earlier. But whatever things were gained to me, those I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. And so what he's saying is that the things that he used to pursue, the things he used to think were important, those things that he no longer pursues. And it says, more than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. He sees that preciousness or that surpassing value in Christ. He sees the value. And because he has seen it, he has his pursuit, he has his desire to lay hold of it. And in order to gain this, he is willing to lay aside everything else. Today we know on earth there are many things that we are unable to let go of. And in fact, Paul says that he counts them but rubbish. And yet we know that what it says is rubbish, that it is still precious in our own hearts. That we have been working very hard to gain it. So God must open our eyes so that we can see the preciousness and the value of Christ. And when we truly know that, then we are able to let go. And it says in verse 9, And may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own, derived from the law. Now how did he know that by pursuing the law, he is unable to um, receive this righteousness? We know that Paul is very zealous for the law. And that he pursued after, he, 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 he put all his effort in keeping the law. He studied under Gamaliel. He studied very hard, he pursued the law. And because of this zeal for the law, he did so many different things. And he says that according to the law, there is nothing that I failed. 
so he spent his whole effort into doing each aspect of the law. So why was he so zealous for the law? Because he wanted to, to receive this righteousness. He thought that he could get this uh, righteousness of God that is derived from law. And he did all this so that he could be accepted by God. So if it wasn't for God, then why would he? Why else would he put all this effort into keeping the law? Yet so in pursuing all these things, yet he gained nothing. And he pursued so hard, and yet, as he says here, his experience is that the, you can't have a righteousness that is derived from the law. And so he follows, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. Only in faith is he able to receive and lay hold of what God wants him to lay hold of. And so then we come to verse 10. That if we want to gain or lay hold of what God wants us to lay hold of, there is one secret. There is one direction. One way. And only by this way, by this method, are we able to receive what the Lord wants us to lay hold of. And this is the secret to how Paul was able to receive. And it's explained to us in verse 10. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death. And then it follows in verse 11, in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. That when he, um, when he, conforms, he is conformed to Christ's death, that is to receive what God wants us to receive by uh, the resurrection from the dead. As I said earlier in verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Do we know his resurrection? If we do not know, we know that if God is and we know that if God, if he did not resurrect, then we would be afraid to face death. Because after death, that is death. After death, there is nothing else. We are unable to face death. But we must know. We must know that he has resurrected. He has the power of resurrection. And because of that power of resurrection, we can die. We can be dead in Christ. And because of him, we will also be resurrected. And so during the West Coast Christian Conference, our brother Dana spoke about resurrection. And I was very moved by this message. He spent this time to speak about the great power of God's resurrection. We must know the power of his resurrection. And that we must know, because of this resurrection, he is over, able to overcome even death. Then what difficulty is there on earth that we cannot overcome? We can live a victorious life on earth. And in the end, we can know the great power of his resurrection. Because by this power of resurrection, we are able to overcome all our weaknesses and all our temptations. We know that death has great power. And before sin, 
death is the king. 有罪人没有罪的人，你没有办法胜过那死亡的。And all who are sinners have no way to overcome death. And the result of sin is that the power of death is able to bring you into death. But when our, our Lord went through death, death has no more power. Because he was sinless. And so he died for us. But he rose from the dead. And that is the power of resurrection that we must know. And he was able to overcome this great power of death. What else do we fear? Now, whether it is sickness, whether it is any difficulty, that we must rely on him. And many times when brothers and sisters are ill, I hear that they have this prayer. For example, that may the power of resurrection um, swallow up all those、uh, cancer cells. And I said, and I very often hear this、uh, prayer. We know that if the that the because of the great power of the resurrection, we know that if the Lord is willing, that He is able to move His finger, and then all those cancer cells can be destroyed. So we just realize, we see the power of the resurrection, and we will die. If we see the great power of the resurrection, then we、uh, then we participate in the fellowship of this suffering. As we read in Romans six ten earlier, he says, "For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. For the life that he lives, he lives to God, and that is keep on living." 所以是一节，这样你们像罪，也当看自己是死的；像神在基督耶稣里，所当看自己是活的。And then in verse eleven, even so consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. 我们要效法他的死。We must fellowship. We must participate in his death. 因为我们的主是站在我们罪人的地位。Because our Lord is the one who descended to earth in the position of sinner. 是为我们的罪。And it was for our sins. He took our place to die to sin. And he died to sin once. He dealt with this problem of sin. And when he lives, he lives to God forever. So we must um we must be in the likeness of his death. That we must die to sin. We must know that this old life of Adam that is in us has been tempted by sin. 死的是旧造亚当那个生命。And that the death is working in this old life of Adam. 是要那个生命向罪而死。And that is what must die to sin. 我们活的是基督的生命。And when we live, it is the life of Christ. 因为我们是基督给我们那颗生命向神而活。And it's with this life of Christ that we live to God. This is what we need to experience. And so it was this past week that after visiting some、uh, visiting some people that I had some fellowship with his sister. That we can see in this experience that she、um, was conformed to the likeness of his Christ's death and had fellowship in his、uh, in his suffering. He began to say, "I am so happy and joyful because my sons don't need my suffering because my son has been studying for 11 years." His sister was saying how she was joyful in the Lord and did not have worries. Now her son was、um, in grade 11 and was preparing to take the SAT. He said his son himself told his mother, "I want to study for the SAT. I 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 want to study
很很很很关键，我要好好的读书，都不要他妈妈去，他他自己都知道。我要好好的读书，要考好 SAT。And so this kid was telling his mom that、uh, he needed to study well. He didn't even need his mom to tell him to, but he was studying well for the SAT. 还有他的先生，他在教会里面爱主，有许多的服侍。And then her husband was in the church and loved the Lord and served in many areas. And then she said that as she considered these things, she was filled with joy and she had to praise the Lord. And she said that this is God's grace and His keeping that my family is in this spot. And she said, "If it were not for the grace of God, my family would not be here today." He said, "You know, we used to argue with my husband all the time." This is before the internet. This is maybe more than ten years ago. He said, "You know, we used to argue with my husband all the time." This is maybe more than ten years ago. He said, "You know, we used to argue with my husband all the time." And she said that she really thanks brothers and sisters because daily during that time, brothers and sisters would pray with her. And then they would also、uh, exhort her that she should pray with her family members. And as she was praying, God started doing the work. And one day she heard her son's prayer. He said, "Lord, please give me my father, my father and mother joy and happiness." 我爸爸妈妈欢喜快乐时候，我也快乐，我姐姐也快乐。And so this、uh, this son, when one day prayed, he said,、uh, "God, may you give my mom and my dad joy and happiness. And when they are happy, then I will also be happy, and my sister will also be happy." 就是就是这一个祷告，神做工了，摸着我们姐妹。And through this one prayer, our Lord did the work and moved our sister. 他说我实在很亏欠，我儿子这么简单的要求，就是我要你欢喜快乐。And she said that she heard her son pray in this way, and she realized how much she had fallen short, and did not give this、uh, happiness to her children. And she said that my son, such a simple prayer, are we not able to answer it? And from that point on, she determined that she would not argue with her. And she would not try to keep accounts with her husband. And because of this decision, it was truly amazing. That when her husband would be angry and would、um, yell at her and scold her. That there was no anger that welled up inside her. And so she said in the past, whenever he said something, there would be a reaction that came from her, and she would start arguing back. And she said that if he, in the past, if he spoke something, there was just something little, then she, their anger would come from her, and she would be filled with anger. Or that even if it was some simple word that he said, if she thought it was unreasonable, then she felt like she had to come back with an argument. And she would try to、um, keep account in this way. And because of that,、uh, her anger would come out. So you say, you say, he, 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 And when you see that, you allow that anger to build and grow, and it results in such a. That 只要知道他自己已经活在罪的里面。And so you see how we live in. 那罪在他里面一直发酵。And so the sin keeps working in her. 他显出来的时候就是得罪神，亏损神。
and what she expresses is, is falling short before God and sinning against God. And so we know that when we run into different circumstances, we will be angry. But it says in the Bible that do not let the sun go down on your anger. That we may become angry. That don't, but don't let this anger take root in your heart, because if you do, it will keep growing. And then you will let this uh, anger continue working in you. And eventually, something serious will happen. And so this is how you argue day by day. And any little thing you can start an argument. And then because of this argument that you have no And then this affects the next generation that they see their parents argue all the time and they have no joy either. And that you must see how your children so desire to have to see the joy and uh, peace and happiness in you. And that brings the happiness to them. And when they do not argue, but then you still will randomly get angry at times. But then she said that this is also not okay, so may the Lord also do the work in his life so that he would not be angry so often. And so she asked the Lord for wisdom. And then she realized that she had this method. So that when the uh, when he, when her husband was starting to um to scold her that she would not react. She would just be washing the fruit and preparing the fruit. And then because there is no one to argue with him, he eventually stopped. And then so she would say, okay, you're no longer, she would bring the fruit that she was washing. She would say, okay, you're not angry now. Let's eat some fruit to um, cool down a little. And our, or if there was no fruit, then she would get a glass of water, she would bring it over and say that perhaps your mouth is a little dry. Here's some water for you. And after a few times like this, he immediately changed. And he said, why was I so dumb? It is so easy to make your husband not be angry. Very simple. That you don't have to, just don't, don't get angry at your husband, just prepare some fruit. And that as soon as he stops speaking, you just bring the fruit to him and it solves the problem. So in the past, why would you always uh, argue on and on? It's because we always want to win the argument. So if if person A starts the argument, then person B will try to counter with an argument to overcome person A and to make person A stop. So we try to come up with some big reason or argument to uh, stop someone else's arguments. In other words, the great flesh in us wants to eat up the, the supposedly weak flesh in the other person. But then, so, for, so perhaps he may have said something very gentle, but then because you were angry, you said something, and that causes his flesh to grow even more. You want to use your own reasoning, your own wisdom, to overcome his. And yet no one wins. And 
It is only by rely, uh, looking to the Lord and relying on His life can you overcome. We know that this isn't a problem of having these different fruits. But rather, it's that when, the, when that wife brought the fruit to the table, that uh, there was behind the fruit, there was a power. Which is what kind of person this was. Because this is a person who had the power of God. When you see when you see that fruit, that plate with fruit, it is that the person who has the life of Christ is resurrected, overcoming life, who brings that fruit to the table. And in this way, she overcomes. If she did not die to sin, if she was not dead to sin, she will be living in sin. That one person speaks and the other person That you argue and the other person also You slap the table. I lift up the table. So if you use the uh, so if you just allow this uh, old man to work, then it just becomes worse. Only when you live out the life of Christ. Then are we able to overcome. So we must see that the life of Christ can overcome all things. And we must um we must be conformed to the uh, we shouldn't make fun of these different things. We know that God has not made fun of our own um, sins. And it says in Psalm that uh, the sins are as many as the hairs on our head. That if the Lord was to count our transgressions, then who could stand? Yeah, we have sinned. But God has not been angry towards us. That if, if when we sin, the Lord requires, brings forth his righteous requirements to us in anger, then we would have no way. We see that even though we uh, sin in many different ways, that God still loves us, that he still uh, endures us. And with this great love, uh, because of this great love, he died on the cross for us. And when he died on the cross, we were still, we were still his enemies. We did not recognize him as God. And we even tried to fight him. And we even worshiped idols. We were against God. We say, You are not God. And we say that these idols are God. Do you think that God is angry? If your son said that you are not his parent, and he said that these other people were his parents, how would you feel? So in my family, there was one person. And so he saw how this person, how because his family, how, how that person's parents were very rich, so they, they uh, had a very lavish wedding. And then after he went home from the wedding, he started arguing And so he was arguing. He said that, my, uh, he, he was telling his, his father, why are you not working hard and not uh, earning so much money? Look at this person's father who was able to provide such a rich wedding. And then he said that I'm older than this person and I'm not married yet. And so in this way, he went directly to argue with his father. So today, if your son started arguing to you like this, how would you, would you not be furious? 
所以说我们不认识神，你这个罪比那个还要大，我们不但不是罪了，他还要还承认他父亲。And then we see that our sin to towards God is even greater than this kid who still recognizes his father, but we don't even recognize God. 但是我们神他是全能的，他什么事他都会做。But we see how our all-powerful God is able to do anything. 他也希望他要把他所有的给你。He wants to give all things to us. But we have the wrong attitude. We don't recognize you as God, and what you want to give us, we don't even want. You see how sin has um has blinded us so that we don't recognize God. And yet we see how God loves us. That because of this love, he died for us on the cross. That for the sake of our sins, he stood in the place of uh, uh, he stood in the place of us, though we were his enemies, and he died. He did not mock us; he only loved us. And so we see how the Bible says. It says that if someone has sinned against you, you must forgive him. You love him seventy times. And that is to love him seventy times in seven. If you don't love him, our God will do the same. And he says that if you do not forgive the others their transgressions, then God will also not forgive your transgressions. In other words, if you do not forgive others for sinning against you, God does not forgive you. So, so if you do the things we cannot forgive. And so we see how we cannot mock others. And only then, we see that many things we will lay down in our hearts. And a lot of times we care too much. And then because of that, many different things follow. But instead, we must. It says that we must conform to the fellowship. Uh, to 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 his death, and we see how he died to sin. So many times, when uh when you are tempted by sin, then that sin I, uh, and then that sin builds up in you. And then when this old life of Adam, when it uh, die, uh when when it is uh when it has died to sin. Then the life of Christ is able to live out from us. We get it, and then we are able to receive, lay hold of it. This is the secret to lay hold of what Christ wants us to lay hold of. And then we see that this is what Paul is pursuing. And then we see that even though he hasn't received it here, but he has this goal that he is currently in the process of laying hold of. And it is in faith. He also sees that one day he will lay hold of it. I believe that when he spoke in Second Second Timothy, he said, "That I have fought the good fight, I have finished the course, I have kept the faith." In the future days, laid up for me the crown of righteousness. We see that what God has entrusted him to do, he has already completed and done well. Because he says, I have fought the good fight. That he has fought the good fight of faith. And the work that God has given them, he has been faithful in finishing well. And he said that I have finished the course. And we see that in all of Paul's letters to the different churches. 
We see that there were many things, whether it was different schools of thought, whether it was the different um, we, uh, or the keeping the law that it was affecting the sound word of God. And we see that in the church of Corinth, because of many different gifts, that it was causing division in these churches. But we see that for the sake of the word of God, he was exhorting these uh, Brothers and sisters, and showing them how to be one in Christ. We see how in this letters, he and I believe that at that time he also knew that all the things God wanted him to do, he had completed. And so all the things that God wanted him to gain, he had already gained. And it says that when you have laid hold of what God wants him to lay hold of, then we see that God has also laid hold of us. As it says in Philippians 3.12. Not that I have already obtained it or I have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. So he was pursuing what Christ Jesus wanted to lay hold of him. It means that we want to lay hold of what God has prepared for us. And when you lay hold of that, that the Lord also lays hold of you. And we see that when you do, uh, that when you pursue what God has prepared for you on earth, that God's purpose on you is also fulfilled. And that the lessons that God wanted you to learn, that you have in a way graduated. And that this life you have lived on earth, that God is satisfied. We know that Enoch walked with God 300 years. And then when he met the Lord, we know that he said he knew he was well-pleasing to God. And it says that he had received the, um, the witness that, 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 for he obtained a witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. So how did he know that he was pleasing to God? I, I suppose in the beginning, that perhaps the things that Enoch liked was not what God but if he wanted to be pleasing to God, then he had to do what was pleasing to God. And so we see that he had um, given birth to um, um, uh, that he had many children. And we see that it was for it was done for to be pleasing to God. And so in the beginning, perhaps God's will pleasing to God was not necessarily what he liked. But after 300 years of lesson, that what God was pleased with is also what he was pleased with. Perhaps in the beginning, he didn't know what God liked. And so, in walking with God for 300 years, God would tell him, this is what I want. And when he knows what is pleasing to God, he does according to that. And then eventually, what's pleasing to God is also pleasing to him. And so that's why he has this witness before his being taken up. He knows what is pleasing to God, and he knew that he was pleasing to God. 
不是他的希望。If what's pleasing to God isn't also what pleases him。你感觉神会喜欢他了 ？Do you think God would、uh, be pleased with him？ 就是因为他的喜欢就是神喜欢的，所以神才喜欢他。But because what was pleasing to him was in line with God, then that's why he was pleasing to God。如果神喜欢的不是不是以诺所喜欢的。If what was pleasing to God is not what Enoch liked, then perhaps there would be many complaints within him that what God wanted him to do, he did not want to do. That if the Lord told him to do something, that, that he would have said that he didn't enjoy this, so he was doing it unwillingly, with an unwilling heart. 神喜欢这样叫你做的时候，你就方方喜喜的去做。But it's only one day when what the Lord has tell, told you what to do that you joyfully do it。看你这样喜欢为神，而且神的喜欢就是你喜欢的时候，神就喜欢你了。And when when what is pleasing to God is pleasing to you, then you see that you are pleasing to God。因为所以说在保罗里面给我们看见。And so we see in Paul， 他所追求的 ，that what he is pursuing， 是神为他所预备的那一份。It's what has been prepared to him from God. And finally, God, Paul lay hold of that. And so in Philippians 3.17, he says, He said, Brethren, join in following my example. And observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. We see that this is the way of faith that Paul has walked. And it is also that way of faith that is described in Hebrews 11. And this is what we are、uh, following and,、uh, and pursuing. So when we come to Hebrews 10:36, 他说你们必须忍耐。He says, for you have need of endurance. 使你们行完了神的旨意。That when you have done the will of God, 就可以得着所应许的。You may receive what was promised. 这里就告诉我们，我们来地上，我们面对许多的事情，我们要忍耐。And so here we see that when we face many different things on earth, we must have that we must、um, be conformed to His death. We must know the power of His resurrection. And here it says, when you have done the will of God, we must learn the lessons that God wants us to learn That just like Paul, the things that God wants us to do, we must do well. And we see that the will of God must have its way in us. And so we must learn to finish or to have done the will of God. What God has given us, what God wants us to learn, what God wants us to experience, that God has established a will in Christ Jesus. And this will is that we will be conformed to the image of His Son, as it's in Romans 8. And this is what we must learn and experience in life. And when we have learned and finished learning these lessons, it says so that when you have done the will of God, and so all that God has led us in, we must do, such as if He wants us to be patient in specific areas. And then it says, "You may receive what was promised." 就是我们就可以得着神我们我为我们所预备的那一份。And so we can receive what God has prepared for us. 神为我们所预备那一份，我们该得着的。只有我们这样行的时候，我们就能够得着。And that specific thing that God has prepared for us, only after we do the will of God, then we may receive what was promised. 也求神开启我们里里面的眼睛。
May God open our eyes. That we may see the power of His resurrection. That we may have a joyful obedience. And that we may pursue God. We know how precious God is. That He is willing to give His life to us. That there is not one good thing He has withheld from us. May we have a pursuit and follow the Lord for what He has prepared to receive what God wants us to lay hold of. And on that day, may God also gain us. We thank the Lord for this. By the leading of the Lord, uh, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, let's have one or two brothers and sisters pray.